Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 11th of November. Yesterday's US consumer price inflation was shocking on the headline and with transitory signals in some of the details. Roughly the same number of categories had falling prices in October as in September, but where there were price increases in October, the price increases had tended to be larger. It's bad luck if you drive a car in the States at the moment, as well over half the year-on-year change in consumer price inflation is only paid by car drivers. The fact that pricing power peaked in the second quarter is still very much true, both on the consumer and producer price level. However, what has changed is that the political volume around inflation has suddenly picked up, with politicians yesterday rushing to talk about prices in grocery stores and at gas pumps, by which they mean petrol pumps. Of course, the chances are that none of these US politicians has been inside a grocery store in years, but they all know that food and fuel are the only thing that consumers care about when it comes to inflation. Politically, there's little that can be done on inflation of this sort. Tackling shortages will do very little. If there is a shortage or a delivery delay, it's a signal of weak pricing power in that sector and not inflation pressure. Reversing US President Trump's trade taxes is also likely to do little. The trade taxes hurt US corporate profits and probably cost US jobs far more than they led to higher US prices. Oil prices are not something US politicians have a great deal of control over these days. Time will bring down inflation as the demand that has driven the year-on-year rate higher is clearly fading. However, there's also a question about whether this is likely to become a seriously hot topic politically anyway. Most US consumers have a higher standard of living in real terms today than they did six months ago. It's quite hard to sell a story of inflation destroying your living standards when it's so obviously not true to the US voter. UK third quarter GDP was slightly lower than expected, although the September monthly data showed accelerating growth at the end of the quarter and actually was stronger than expected. UK GDP growth peaked in the second quarter of this year, with consumer spending then at its strongest point, as people were freed from lockdown to use savings they didn't want to buy things they really don't need. This is now a process of normalising economic growth rates. The European Central Bank is moderately active today. Chief Economist Lane is speaking and the Economic Bulletin is due to be published. These are not necessarily enough to get markets excited, but they probably need to be viewed in the context of ECB Governing Council member Holtzman declaring that all bond purchases could end by this time next year. That would put the ECB behind the Fed and the Bank of England, but as the euro area recovery is behind that of the US and the UK, that's not necessarily very surprising. Holtzman perhaps represents the more hawkish viewpoint at the ECB. That doesn't mean that the viewpoint is wrong. The question central bankers need to ask, even as inflation falls in 2022, is whether the liquidity levels that they have are really necessary in what is a more normal growth environment. That's all for today. Have a good day. 
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 